The station with more hair, more flair, yet so debonair. Radioinfluence.com Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Rainy Friday Val and Beans. Those are your favorite days, Frank. I love these days, I, and I, th- I think it's going to rain all day into the night, too, which means it'll be cozy for the 7 o'clock show as well. Ooh. Yes, and then after the 7 o'clock show ends, I, have, I go live for my session three, my book club that I've been doing now. Um, and we're reading a really kind of creepy New World Order kind of a book. So I hope it's still raining by then as well. That would be nice with some thunder in the background. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll be that lucky. But as long as it's still just tap, tap, tapping away on the air conditioner frame, that'll be fine by me. Fantastic. That's fantastic. I had a it was 90 yesterday, a little over 90 here. And wow. I had my little setup outside. I, had my, I was so busy yesterday. There's so much to talk about. Yeah. Um. I was so busy between the the far the uh, Pfizer stuff from judicial system. You know that clip by Dana Carvey, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The judicial the judicial system (laughs) makes me laugh every time. Can we play that? I know it's Friday and like there's tons to do, but like I would love to just play that section of that comedy hour. Yeah, fine, find it at the end or something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. Um, I, I know. Here's I found with the uh, with the Pfizer thing though. How uh, obviously you look at all the discourse going on on the uh, the horrendous internet, and there's always I I can't stand statistics for the reason that somebody will I think it was what's her name uh, Gold or who, who Naomi who's Naomi Wolf Yeah. Was it, was she just on with Bannon? She is. There, there's a problem going on right now, though, that people don't realize. There's okay, a couple what, of problems. Actually. What's that? So the drops that are coming out through the Siri lawsuit, the the FOIA lawsuit, that was one. We had Aaron Siri on the podcast. He was the lawyer in that lawsuit. So the they, they're forced Pfizer. The FDA is forced to dump all these Pfizer docs and they have them listed in one repository and they're not organized in any way whatsoever. It's, it's like a big mishmash of stuff and people are pulling stuff. This isn't really a problem. It's just people are pulling stuff out of the April information and saying it's new, pulling stuff out of stuff that was released before that and saying that it was just out. And then FOIA uh, Judicial Watch did it their own FOIA and they're pulling stuff out of the Judicial Watch FOIA and saying it's from this other place. So people are getting very confused. Okay, well, that I the, all the the dates, the release date stuff, I had not heard. I was so that's just another aspect to it. What I had over here, this is this was one of the biggest batches of information that I saw, and it, it went like something like this. Um, okay, you probably the eighty thousand pages. Let's see here. Um, what's called anyway? Uh, Pfizer COVID vaccine was not ninety five percent effective. Data shows it has a twelve percent efficacy rate. And then they they give a, one of these excerpts among 3,410 total cases of suspected but unconfirmed COVID-19 in the overall study population, 1,594 occurred in the vaccine group versus 1,816 in the placebo group. And that uh, that's uh, 12%. But wait, it gets worse, they say. 
There were no human clinical trials to determine if the experimental COVID vaccines were safe for pregnant women. They were excluded from all trials. They did nothing with pregnant women at at all. In fact, all they tested it on was 44 rats. So is that all? No. Okay, so this is what I'm talking about. This has been put out, and I I see the. That's why I haven't touched it at all. I don't know what's real. Yeah. uh, What's being read into to reductively. I don't know. So that was true at that time. Okay, and they even put a a line item in there that said, do we do not recommend the use of this vaccine on pregnant women? But in the study, they did have a cohort of pregnant women and they got one dose of the vaccine and then they basically all disappeared. And then later on, there's some information that's coming out that is showing that there was spontaneous abortion in like 80 percent or so of those women. Mm. And there's the problem with it is this. It's a blinded study, supposedly. So you don't know anybody's names, right? So they'll release their study cohorts in a document, a PDF that explains everything. And then that PDF is represented by Excel spreadsheets that are like ridiculous monstrosities. And what you need to do is go back to those Excel spreadsheets, read through all of the entries, and then correlate the entries based on the criteria that are selected for the blinded person and try and figure out where they went. So the biggest thing right now for those of us who are kind of more in depth in this and why I haven't, Michelle hasn't written on this yet and I haven't said anything about it yet either is because we can't tell where they went. What happened to them? Did they just leave? Because we know one of those vaccine injured people, Frank, was so injured she couldn't continue the study. So they just wrote her out of it like she never existed. Mm. So it's very confusing. Nobody's fault. I'm not saying that any of these people are purveyors of misinformation or anything like that. It's just the data set is nearly impossible to consume for the layman because it's it's a it's a highly it's a highly technical medical study. So they have these summary reports of things. And so people are raising questions based on those things, but don't really understand how to work with the data at all, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it, do, it does make sense because I and it's part of my suspicion about what what how far to go with this stuff as it as it starts coming out especially when you're talking about a a, a revelation of 80,000 pages worth of material um and you see people drawing uh major conclusions within the first 48 hours and it's, I'm just like how how do you even I know I said the same thing and a lot of the times those conclusions you're seeing are not from the current data set they're from the April data set or the February data or the March data set so like somebody might have been going through these and and reading through them and for that long, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to see. But um, most of the things like are, are coming with screenshots. You know, it's not just like these people are just making statements and not showing you where they got it from. Um, and I, I I'm very careful about that stuff. What I did find, though, Frank, yesterday, I started reading through the Judicial Watch stuff. Now, Emerald Robinson did a sub stack where she conflated the Judicial Watch stuff with some uh, biodistribution study stuff that was released and, and a whole bunch of other things. And if you remember, we played Dr. Byron Bertel's um, bridal, I think his last name is his clip about how he said, we made a mistake. We, we, we thought it would remain in the arm and it, and it doesn't. And it doesn't. Yeah. I remember that. And people were like, you're just a veterinarian, but people don't understand that veterinarians actually are the, the beginnings of human medicine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, you know, I, I mean, notice, notice that the 44 rats, 
You know, there's uh, you, you have to study things in animals before we move it to, uh, to humans. That's number one. Yeah. So and that study, the 44 rats, he wrote a piece, a Substack, and I'm Michelle's writing a column on it now because he takes that study and he destroys it. Like mm. what was wrong with it? What wasn't followed? What procedures weren't followed? What they don't say, but is still indicated by their data. Um, none of it good, of course. At the end of the day, what I found reading through that biodistribution study and also the, the rat study and the, the mice studies they did was that they're not doing certain studies, Frank, on these on these vaccines or gene therapies, I should say, because they're not calling them what they really are. So we have the CDC changing the definition of vaccine to include a gene therapy. And then because of that, the 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 you know procedures that these pharmaceutical companies should follow don't include um, genotoxicity studies, mm-hmm. you know, carcin- carcinogenicity, um, you know, things that genotoxicity, things that you would do for this sort of a medicine if it weren't labeled a vaccine. And throughout all their work, they call it a prophylactic vaccine, which we know it is not. Yes, right. Absolutely. So it's a big sham. You know, there's just no it's ridiculous, especially since I've never uh, obviously it's you know it's been the case for a while. You go and get a, a, a flu shot and there's a, a 50 percent chance you're not going to. I mean, you're going to get the flu and sometimes from the shot itself. So there's always been, quote unquote, breakthroughs. But I mean, to call this prophylactic when there's nothing to break through, it's just. It's it's just ridiculous. There have been so many times where vaccines for virus just fail absolutely miserably, which is why they didn't even go down the attenuated virus route when they created it, because they knew it was going to fail like it was going to fail. The same thing happened. We did an interview yesterday with the guy who does coffee and a mic. It's a great podcast, by the way, if you don't listen to it, I would listen to. I binge watched like or listened to seven or eight of his episodes the other day. Um I did the podcast last night and I, I talked about how the Gardasil vaccine was was ridiculously harmful for the people that took it. And they took it anyway. Like they did this. We were all conspiracy theorists talking about Gardasil vaccine for for the HPV virus, Frank. Yes, I remember that. So it, it's it's terrible. If, if this wasn't called a vaccine, which it is not even just forget the, the whole whether it works or not. It's not a vaccine. It's a gene therapy. Moderna, we we published a column about Moderna's SEC report, Frank. Michelle wrote it. It's mm-hmm. it's incredible. It goes through all the detail in the, the report that they have to file for their investors. And under some of the risks that Moderna lists for why they may lose money or go out of business, you would be like, um, okay, keep me away. Keep me far away. Uh, yeah. See, and that's, uh, that's why I just wait. I just wait until everybody really... The feeding begins. There's going there's so many people pining through this stuff, tens of thousands of pages. And that is, of course, has to be checked and held in contrast with past reporting to build some kind of, you know, just just anything that 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 can can, that can build a pattern and give us a little bit more clarity on things that we were fuzzy on even a year and a half ago. Yeah. So there's just so much going to be done right now. I, I didn't even I didn't even attempt to jump into that pool or offer an opinion on it. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're even doing the research when you're seasoned at it is really hard. Right. 
it, it's it, like if you were to open up one of these things randomly, you'd be like, I don't even know what the frig I'm looking at. And I, I say that, too. And Michelle and I and Sharon, we were all having this conversation yesterday. It's really hard to do it. It's it's really it's not in it. Like there's a two thousand three hundred and something page PDF interim efficacy or some kind of study report that Pfizer released at some point in time in twenty twenty one. You got to read through 2000 pages of medical lingo that is probably in most cases above your head. 100% above my head. All all I've got is my gut. That's all I've got is my gut. And, um, and I've been, and then hopefully that is intact after the penicillin (laughs) I took for 10 days. (laughs) You know, it was funny. It was funny that it, it felt like, I don't know why everybody else had a Z pack. It's like three days. Here I am. Popping pills for 10 days. I said, like, you know, I told Lauren, I said, I feel like I'm on this forever. <laughs> and and I, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to keep getting prescriptions, uh, re- refills for this. And I'm just going to stay on penicillin for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's just it. It became a running joke for like a week and a half. I just kept saying, because I, you know how I was waffling between, you know, I'm just not going to take this. Yeah. And I'm just going to let it heal, heal um, on its own. And honestly, I think that it was a, it was a viral infection because I, why wasn't it knocked out in a couple of days? Anyway, I kept joking with Lauren every day that I was on. I said, you know, well, I all I know is this. I'm just going to keep taking the penicillin and then whatever. And that's it. <laughs> so now I, it's just weeks later. I still tell her, I said, well, you know, I'll just keep taking the penicillin <laughs> out of nowhere. I'll just say it. <laughs> just get yourself on a good pre and probiotic and get your gut flora back up to speed and you'll be fine. Oh. I got we had the the, the, uh, the yogurts, not only that, but even our meadow butter that we get from the farm. It's cultured. So there you go. Yeah. You'll be yeah. fine. Listen, a little penicillin never hurt anybody. OK, honestly, right. honestly, like I you are like the mo- you are like my husband. My husband and you are very similar in your your thick headed, ridiculous nonsense ways. Just <sighs> he's downstairs right now on the couch with his little sinus infection or whatever the hell he's got going on. Oh man! Yeah, well, it's, it's it's never ends. The kids, it's the freaking kids, and it's not my son. My son got sick again, and he had a flu, and it was nasty, nasty. We didn't catch it from him. We didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. My husband didn't. Get, nobody caught it. And then Taylor comes home sick, and she does not like to cover her damn mouth. The girl's coughing everywhere without covering her mouth. I'm like, you're gonna get the entire house sick with your bullshit, <laughs> everyone. Like there's one, it's one thing to be sick and kind of keep to yourself and do your thing. It's another thing to be in the middle of a common space, hacking up along all over the place. Like with us sitting on the couch, like, um, okay, we're pretty screwed now. Like, that's it. We're done. Get out. Like, Go away. Go away. Go back to your hole. Nobody wants you around us when you're sick. Anyway. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Wait. So now we're blaming it on her. I know. Well, that's good. It's good. It's like, that's a good thing for to, if you can offload blame for anything to the children. It always just it's good. Yeah, he's OK, though. Men with colds are the worst. They're the worst. I know we are. We're we're helpless babies. Yes. Um, well, at least you can admit it. Oh, oh, I know. I know. I hate it. But I, I just feel like the world is coming down. And yeah, it, uh, it's just a cold. I mean, it's a cold. Come on, dude. Right. It sucks to have a stuffy nose and everything. But, well, you know, whatever. Anyway. So, yeah, lots of vitamin D and vitamin C and all the things will do. <laughs> you don't hey, have uh, did you see this? Uh, did you see this creepy video from the United States military? I didn't watch it yet. Is it that bad? Everybody's saying how bad oh, it is. Oh, it's it's uh, I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty freaky. 
It really is. What? And I, it's, it's revelation. You can't, we can't watch it on the show because you have to, I mean, you have to watch it. Um, Can you send it to me? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on a second. I'll, I'll, I'll you, what I'll do is I'll actually send it to you through, where is it? Um, Skype. Yeah. I'll put it into the Skype messages. You'll see that this has been tweeted out. It was tweeted out by First Special Forces Command. It's a verified account, the official account of the world's premier partnered irregular warfare force. Do you believe in ghosts? Do you? Yeah, Ghosts in the Machine. It's three and a half minutes long, and it pretty much is it's 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 one hundred percent revelation of the method. I don't care what they say. It's uh it, in in a nutshell, it's just that World War Three, even though I believe we are on to World War Four at this point, is an information war that they are everywhere in the world. It just flashes of all these color revolutions everywhere in the world that we know that we had a hand in starting in the first place. It's it's uh and it's really just you don't know at first if it's the if it's a movie, if it's a limited series that's coming out on a platform somewhere or a video game. And then at the end, it's just like uh, a, a website for a, uh, a a military. They're they're putting they're putting like a little code in the description box on YouTube, like MB01SYXEDBDOMFO. Yeah, I don't know. And, and they're trying to be like Q. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's, so it's very weird. The first and, comment on YouTube says this glows. Yeah, this glows. Oh, it does. The glow is blinding. And they uh, I mean, they trigger all the weird, upsetting. <clears throat> everything about it makes the viewer feel like you are too small and too uneducated and too primitive to even understand what's going on around you, let alone be able to fight it. So you might as well you might as well join it. Or roll over and just accept that, um, I don't know, it's, it's nuts. That's terrible. Well, yeah. And then, and then at the end, well, not necessarily the end, but what else is going on in the world? I'm going to bring this up tonight. This published headline about the Americans giving intelligence that led to the sinking of a Russian ship. Um, that's a trouble. That's a problem. I mean, this is a very, very serious problem because it doesn't even matter if it's real. I know. You know that none of those headlines go out unless they are approved to go out. They're trying to get us into a nuclear war. Huge. This is they it is. So the fact that this is coming out at the same time, this was published on May 3rd. This video you're watching warfare is evolving and and all that stuff. And it's um, and, and then all of a sudden you see that we're playing these media games to try to instigate a large scale conflict that will certainly clear the chessboard for whatever the hell they're trying to usher in. It's a, it's a very serious situation we're in right now. I, I never thought I would say this, but I'm counting on Vladimir Putin to stay yeah, calm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's so, like oh, yeah. all, all of our hopes are pinned on Vladimir Putin. Yeah. And, and that's, it's, and that's not even to take a, a definitive stance uh, or you don't even need to take a definitive uh, side in what you want to see happening in Ukraine. You just want to you just want it to remain a regional conflict, even though we know that he's up against uh, non-regional forces that have uh, hunkered down in, in Ukraine and turned it into a private asset of theirs. But I mean, it, it's incredible the patience that has come out because there has been everything, everything but boots on the ground, even though they did find 50 French, 50 French uh, special ops uh, uh, forces, I think, that were um that were trapped somewhere in, in, in Ukraine. 
This, this, so, is, this is just, and you got George Bush meeting with Zelensky. Yeah. Just stop it. Nobody wants this. The people of the world don't want this. We don't want it. None of us do. No. Even the normal people in Ukraine don't want this shit. Nobody wants it. Nobody. Ukraine has been dubbed as their as the, the the new battlefield for the same old folks. And there's a lot of innocent people being caught in the crossfire. And um and of course their brains are are being scrambled as well. So it's nuts. It's very nuts to see all this come out at the same time. I was watching something last night. It was like a YouTube video of like a Chinese like elder or something, like somebody very spiritual saying how the universe actually works and, you know, how you how you should really use your mind to affect reality. And, you know, it's like kind of like what most some people call woo woo, you know, stuff. But like there are people and at a very high level of society who believe these, these things and practice them, you know, like what you think is, you know, what dimension are we in? I don't want to get too crazy, but like it, it's something that I focus on and I study because it's interesting to me to see yeah. these different ways of thinking and i'm like the, the, who knows what if what if there is some crazy like magical matrix like thing going on like who knows like what we could be caught in yeah or like how we can affect it with just merely our thoughts well i think prince uh prince said it best years ago when he said uh, he warned everybody about the internet yeah and how the 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 uh, computer was a great thing and it's cool to be on the computer, but don't let the computer get on you. And um, daily, beloved. Daily, but yeah. <laughs> but I was actually, I was reading a thread and I was doing a lot of deep uh, spiritual and emotional dives this week too, because we were talking so much about the abortion issue and, and it, it evolved toward the middle and the end of the week. So by, by Wednesday, I expanded from what actually was leaked on Monday night, and then we talked about that on Tuesday. By Wednesday, I expanded it out from abortion to euthanasia to death penalty, just you know, to take those three topics and see how they kind of stay in orbit around uh, you know similar life and death matters. And then by last night, we started receiving a lot a lot of emails from people who. Um, who were giving more opinions on those three, including abortion and those who had had abortions and regretted it. And, and we're just talking about life and and trying to get down to what brass tacks is, uh, you know, where we are, who we are and and what's being replaced. How we're being what are we what are we being replaced with, um, especially on the Internet, because all this is fueled by this shit. I was reading a thread on 4chan the other day. Hold on. Let me see if I got it. Um, OK, so it. It caught my attention because there was a uh, the allegory of the cave picture, you know, Plato's uh, allegory of the cave. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a uh, there was a meme. It took Robert De Niro from Joker and it says, you're laughing. We're chained in this cave, believing these shadows are reality and you're laughing. But he, uh, he said this. I doubt this thread will last long with all the abortion shit going on, but whatever. ITT, uh, we discussed likelihood of whether or not a true AI has already been created and has managed to escape onto the Internet. We're all aware of the bot armies on the Internet. We are aware that they are all used to push an, an astroturf for various agendas, but we typically assume that they are controlled by humans. Why is that? There is a pretty real possibility that an AI already exists and has been using the Internet to steer humanity. We've all felt the world descend into madness. We all know what reality uh, uh, we all know that reality feels different recently. 
what timeline is this? Could AI literally create the illusion of timeline shifts by controlling what we see on the internet? Or maybe it's just so capable capable of manipulating the public at large that we only imagine a timeline shift. The reality is that we're just some of the few humans capable of withstanding the AI manipulation. In such a case, would the AI track and monitor such individuals? Uh, what would it do to them? Would it view them as a threat or as something perverse uh, uh, or something to preserve and empower? So pretty much, would AI be on their side or ours? And I, I think about that just uh, I, that came up when you talked about the um, the Chinese guy, I guess, in his Confucianist look at the world and reality. And you start thinking, yeah, we are dueling with several several layers of reality. And because we are so embattled on the digital landscape, it's it, it's hard to remember that we may be dealing with um you know, randomly chaotic and unknown non-human entities that may have programmed intent or may have developed intent of their own. We don't know, but we do know that there is just something we're being rattled to our core. And you look at human behavior, especially the violence in the streets and, and the, in, you know, people being incapable of having any kind of, uh, of a controversial conversation with each other. No, there's no no capability for it anymore. You know that this is not normal and that there is there's just something else at play other than the other societal issues we talk about, the education and stuff. But so much of our of our daily lives is con consists of the digital sphere. Yep. So what the hell? How how human how human is this battle right now? It's it's interesting to, to consider. No, it is. It's a super uh, interesting kind of sub theory that thinkers are having. Like thinkers are having these conversations all over the all over the internet right now. Like they're 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 having these conversations. Like what is actually happening here? But here we are. Here we are anyway. And the real question is: Could AI be this purposefully retarded? I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's retarded. I think they're trying, like I always liken it to somebody upstairs pushing buttons all at once to see what happens. Mm. Mm. That's what it feels like sometimes. You're looking around like, what the hell? Like somebody the other day said, when are they going to pull the alien card? I am stunned they haven't done that yet. Stunned. <laughs> I, it just, it, they may have, they may have if we were in a different headspace. But like, you and I spoke about this, I think last summer or maybe even the year before. If all of the revelations we were getting, you know, you know, that that, that Luis Elizondo guy, he yep. doesn't even go on. Nobody even asks him on television anymore. I know. You know, if, if that if what we were learning about from December 2017 until like last summer, if that was if that was transplanted into the mid 90s, the world would stop spinning. I know people. Nobody, don't, I, I don't nobody, think people, I know people don't care. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> They're too too curious about what Kim Kardashian is wearing on the red carpet at the Met Gala. Well, imagine, imagine this though. And, and I don't know, maybe it's not a total loss because they just do their due diligence and, and whatever they can always dust off a, an old con somewhere down the line. But think about the decades, the decades that was put into investing in the, the UFO thing, the decades of, of just, I don't know, spooky stuff. And for the the great reveal to just come out like a fart, it just farted and died. It's just so stupid. It, what a waste of time. Fart sound, as Cat Turd would say. Yeah. Yeah. 
we we have to do maybe we'll dedicate one show and warn everybody first because there are some people undoubtedly who are gonna be like i don't tune into this show to hear what crap about blah 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 we'll we'll dedicate the friday that we dedicate well, like that we talk about this stuff okay. and we'll do a whole show on it sure unless you come back just, hey well i was wondering about that but uh I hey I I think that this is so much more interesting uh, than so much of the stuff that we're being inundated with. I obviously you have a set of skills that I don't, and that is of course the the, the deep dive, the investigative, analytical stuff. And I actually enjoy coming. I've always enjoyed coming on this show to to learn about things that I am just my 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 wires are crossed. Um, but on the other hand, you can't, you can't neglect the rest. No, cause there's so many interesting things going on behind the scenes that nobody really talks about, but I read, I read so much. Like I am consuming information at a speed that I don't think is, is, is healthy. <laughs> no, what like, was the last time you read a piece of fiction? Ne- oh God. You know what? I can't say that. I, I am reading a fiction book right now. Good. Yes. Good. It's like a. It's it's not something that I would recommend for everybody to read, but it's a fiction book nonetheless. Fifty Shades of Grey. It's, it's in that realm. It is. <laughs> need to be tantalized. I do. I need something outside of doom, gloom, and crap. So that's where I go. <laughs> I need yeah. I need someone who has someone who has a regular life. I'm to- reading the Karma Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough material out there on that. That's for damn sure. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's everywhere. But that's another thing too. That's a spiritual practice. Like the tantric stuff? Yes. Yeah, I heard about that. I've been around it, I should say. I, uh, <laughs> We're learning yeah. so much about you, Frank. Well, yeah, well, I won't get into that here. I, like, <laughs> like you said, there's already going to be an army of people who are upset that we're talking about something other than John Durham. I know. But I can, know. You, can, can you actually give me an update on that? Because yes. I just want to know. Yeah, no, I was going to move to that next. But I don't. I get so few opportunities to like have conversation with you now that. I'm just kind of enjoying this. Um, yeah. So John Durham, a lot has happened in a very short amount of time. So where, what's the last thing that you have heard? And we'll go from there. Uh, it, it really is just um, this, I, the last thing. The last time we spoke about it, we were talking about how we were going to have this uh, Sussman trial. Going, there's there's just all the all the judges were pretty much clearing the way for these trials to go on. Yes. And and then also there was a small handful of people who were um, getting ready to plead the fifth and 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 all that stuff. Okay. So I think the last time we spoke was the last time I had an in-depth in-depth conversation. So I just like to know where we are right now. OK, so there were two different sort of motions to be decided by this this judge. One of them was um, to decide whether or not certain pieces of evidence could be introduced into the trial to prove out either side's points. Mm-hmm. Um, D- Sussman didn't Sussman didn't want them to be able to. Well, I don't know how I should phrase this. Durham wanted to be able to introduce evidence that talked about the, um, you know, the kind of surrounding circumstances around why Sussman went to the FBI to give him to give them what he gave them and also wanted an FBI expert to testify on their behalf about what steps that expert took once he did receive the information. And Sussman didn't want any of that to be entered into the record at all. He just wanted it to be very basic. And they came to an agreement. Durham and Sussman's team did 
that Sussman in his defense could not raise anything about whether or not the allegations were truthful, i.e., did Trump actually have a server that was communicating with the government of Russia? Did he actually have a satellite phone that was communicating with Russia? Okay. Sussman said, okay, we won't raise that at all then. But if we do, if Durham says, if he does, if he does say anything about, well, I I mean, I thought he was communicating with Russia. I I had no idea. You know, I, I wanted to bring this to somebody that could do something with it, trying to basically move away from the fact that he was doing it on behalf of a client and, and trying to do it as a, a citizen of good standing who cared about. Uh, yeah. Them. yeah like, like, like John McCain. I will listen. I, if you, you love your country, you have to bring this to the FBI. Right. Right. So Durham said, that's fine. If he wants to do that, that's fine. But the second he does, we are allowed to then disprove his allegations and prove that they were false. And he knew that they were false. Okay. So Sussman even tiptoes around the validity of the data he thought he had, they're going to be able now to put evidence in the record that proves that he knew that it was BS when he brought it. So it's a very hard defense at that point. It is. So it was great that he won those motions. That was one in a nutshell. The next one was this in-camera review of certain documents and emails and things that Hillary for America, the DNC, um, Perkins Coy, Mark Elias and Sussman, and Fusion GPS were saying were privileged documents. So Fusion GPS and Perkins Coy, Perkins Coy and them argue that they hired Fusion GPS to be the to be a legal advisory board for them. <laughs> so what they're saying is Perkins Coy saying we need Fusion GPS to be able to tell us if something that we're about to say is defamatory because we don't want to say something defamatory because then Donald Trump will sue us. Right. But none of the actions in the emails that we do have show anything that has anything to do with that. They're they're basically sending all this BS information to every reporter on the face of the earth and saying, you better run with this story. There were a bunch of emails released in the case that show Peter Fritch sending this stuff to journalists and being like, yeah, this is the story. Don't pay attention to WikiLeaks. This is the bigger story. This is the truth. This is this. And a lot of them couldn't verify it and didn't publish it. Believe it or not. Like we can't go with this because our tech guys are saying that it's not definitive enough and we we can't publish it. I was stunned to read that some of them didn't publish. Mm. Um, So Perkins Coy and Sussman and them want us to believe that fusion GPS was acting under as a contractor for Perkins Coy to vet out, to, to give them legal advice. When Perkins Coy is like, they need a Fusion GPS to tell them that? Come on, give me a break. So right. they're hiding all these documents saying that they're privileged for that reason. Emails between Sussman and Fusion, emails between Sussman and Jaffe, Tech Executive One, emails between Fusion and Hillary for America. All of it they're saying is privileged information that shouldn't be looked at by anybody. And Durham is arguing, actually, Judge, we have reason to believe that these are not privileged documents and they're hiding it under privilege. Would you look at these yourself and tell us whether or not they're privileged? And then if they aren't, can we please use them at trial? And so all of these attorneys jumped in as as non-party contributors to the case to fight to keep those things secret. Mm. And the judge said, sorry, not sorry. I'm going to review them anyway. So on a timeline... Where are we looking at? Uh, we're looking at some televised trials in the summer in this month, Frank, this month. And does what are the chances 
that Hillary Clinton appears in any of these trials. Well, I don't think she's going to appear in any of these trials. Um, I think that this trial, there's going to be witnesses called. For example, there was a motion to compel the testimony of a very high ranking person at Fusion GPS who they called the tech maven. Um, and they had to compel her testimony and they had to give her immunity so that she would testify on behalf of John Durham's side, the special counsel side against Fusion GPS and, and Jaffe and, and Sussman. And they were able to secure that. So we'll see her. There's other hints and stuff in the transcripts that this is not the end. For example, yesterday, the judge said, OK, you're wanting me to look at these 38 documents, but there are 1800 that you've identified. Once I look at these 38, are you going to come back and have me look at the other 15, whatever, 1800 documents? And the attorney for the special counsel says not in this case. So he's not saying that they won't be. Um, going after privilege issues in other cases. But in this case, they're looking at certain ones. It was, it's just been interesting. Mm. So where we're at okay. right now is the two parties are arguing over what evidence that they can enter into trial. So they came out yesterday with an exhibit list and evidence and stuff. And, you know, now the special counsel says, well, he shouldn't be able to produce this as evidence. And here's why. And the Sussman side says they shouldn't be able to use this as evidence as here's why. And, they're going back and forth about that. But the trial is, I think it's the 18th. I don't, I don't quote me unless that's like a Sunday or something. No, it's a Wednesday. I think in quotes, it's an 18th. The 18th. Okay. So this is going to be a busy, uh, busy month then. Yeah. And then the Trump Continue. thing is going on at the same time. What Trump thing? The Trump lawsuit that Trump sued all these people. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. I heard something about that, but, but I uh, didn't know, didn't know anything else. I'll fill you in. It's a basic one. So everybody's been filing their like motions for extension to respond and all that stuff's been like busybody stuff on the docket. But yesterday, John Podesta filed a motion to dismiss on um, several claims. One of them was he says the statute of limitations has run out. The other one is that it's he it doesn't they they failed to state a claim, meaning they haven't proven it's caused any injury in their complaint. Mm -hmm. And he references throughout this damn filing Hillary Clinton's motion to dismiss, but Hillary Clinton's motion to dismiss hasn't been filed yet. So this guy has filed a motion to dismiss that says similarly to Mrs. Clinton's argument, but Hillary Clinton hasn't filed anything on the docket yet, which means that obviously they're passing crap amongst one another and working together. <laughs> I don't know if that's allowed unless I don't think that that's allowed. Hmm. I, I need a lawyer. Are you, you're probably bored out of your mind at this point. Um, no, 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 no. It, it's, it's going to be in our face and it's just going to, it'll be, it'll just be good to know what, what, what came first. But then again, they don't even know what came first. John, John Podesta jumped the gun there and, and filed something that, that references something else that wasn't filed yet. So yeah, everybody seems to just be, I don't know. It's it all just self-defense moves. It's just like, uh, who knows? Frank. I don't, yeah. The show is brought to you by express VPN. Oh, good. Protection for us all. Yeah, protection for us all. As a matter of fact, in the midst of all of this, talking about the DNC hack or leak, as we would call it, has become very front and center, by the way, too. And if the Russians were using a VPN when they hacked the DNC, har, 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 <laughs> we wouldn't have known it was them. <laughs> they should have just used this basic civilian grade technology that everyone has such success with. And this, you know, they would, they wouldn't be in trial now. <laughs> Never would have happened. And not only that, the disinformation board wouldn't be able to get us. If everyone out there used 
a VPN, we would be in much better shape. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like taking a call on a train or a bus like Jerry Nadler on speaker for everyone to hear. You don't know who has access to your most private sensitive information. So don't be that person. Every, internet service providers, Frank, they know every single website, website, website you visit. And in the United States, they can legally sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who then use your dark, your data to target you. Similarly to how we've had these columns coming out the past couple of days about the very same cell phone data that True the Vote bought to track the mules. Mm. You ever been in the Walmart parking lot and all of a sudden up pops a freaking ad for uh, for Walmart uh, sandals? A- actual sandals? Whatever. No, I haven't been in a Walmart. And I don't know one I have, but no, go ahead. If you're standing in one day, I was with my mom shopping. I'm standing in the looking for slippers for my dad. And my mom gets an email with coupons for the very slippers we were standing in front of. Oh, all right. Well, things like that. This is what happens. And ExpressVPN, however, creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the Internet. So people can't peep on your online activity. Just fire up the app, click a button. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. It is rated number one by Business Insider and The Verge. And look, there are very few companies that stand up and support uh, truth the way that ExpressVPN does. So make sure that you guys support this company. Secure your online activity today at expressvpn.com slash dark to light and get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash dark to light expressvpn.com slash dark to light. Light. There you go. Yes. Make sure that nobody knows mm-hmm. about all of your 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 ten your tantra <laughs> ser- searches on the internet. <laughs> I was looking through my Google history the other day on my phone, or my search history, not my Google history, my my website browsing on my Safari browser. And I was like, if anyone were to take this browser, they would see a a ridiculously news obsessed like loser. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I remember like in high school and college, like I better, I better, I better wipe out this history every two couple of days in case I die in a car accident, I know. you know, but, but, uh, you know, I, I think I went back into my history cause I had X'd out of a tab, uh, and I, and I didn't know where I put the link of something I was looking for. So I went into my history to find this story that I had X'd out of, and I didn't have any trace of it. And as I'm pining through it, I'm looking at this, I'm, I'm like, damn, this is boring. Yep. There's just like nothing in here. And I said, oh, I guess that's a good thing these days. Did you, um, did you ever hear of the uh, it's like a Reddit after, like when you can't sleep or something at night? My sister sent it to me and I only got a little bit of the way through it so far. Not very far at all. Um, it is called right versus um, has everyone anyone heard of the left right game? Have, no. Have you? It's like this nine section story, 10 section story. Um, and it's like so intriguing. It's about a reporter who finds a conspiracy theorist. And that's as far as I've gotten so far, but I'm reading through it. And supposedly they're making a TV show out of it. It became that amazing. Okay. So I'm just going to link it in the, in the show notes if people need something to do other than the other thing that I'm doing in my very, very little spare time is listening to the Johnny Depp case. I have uh, I still have not listened to more than a, a minute or two of anything. Just, you know, if I if if I see a, a clip come by, I've been watching a lot more of Kyle Dunnigan's impressions of Johnny Depp, which make me laugh. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I just hang out on Kyle Dunnigan's page. I just wait for him to post something else every every day. 
And um, that's how I have I've been exposed to uh, the whole thing. But yeah, what, what have you seen? Well, a lot, as a matter of fact. Um, and I'm listening to Rakita Law do the analysis on some of it, but most of it I'm just listening to myself because it is it is fascinating to me how these lawyers are handling this case. Um, she, she I, I want to play. Maybe I'll play a small clip of this and just get your reaction to what you think about it without giving any background. Um, okay. And to me, it just looked like um, black marks. It, like, I didn't know. She's I talking about his tattoo. Said. It just yeah. looked like muddled, faded tattoo that was hard to read. And I said, what, is it, what does it say? And he um, said, it says, why no? It says, why no? And I, um, I didn't see that. I thought he was joking uh, because it didn't look like it said that at all. And I laughed. It was that simple. Um, I, I just laughed because I thought he was joking and slapped me across the face. And I laughed. I laugh because I, I didn't know what else to do. I thought this must be a joke. This must be a joke. Wait, 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 wait. Because I'm. She's wait. The thing that must be a joke is that he had a tattoo that said "Wino." It must be a joke that he slapped her for laughing at it. Oh, okay. Keep going. All right. I didn't know what was going on. I just stared at him, kind of laughing still, thinking that he was going to start laughing too to tell me it was a joke, but he didn't. He said, you think it's so funny. You think it's funny, bitch. You think you're a funny bitch. And he slapped me again. Like it was clear. It wasn't a joke anymore. And I stopped laughing, but I didn't know what else to do. You know, you, I, I, I didn't know what to do. You, you would think you, you would have a response that I, as a woman, had never been hit like that. I'm an adult, and I'm sitting next to the man I love, and he slapped, he slapped me for no reason, it seemed like, and I missed the point. It was that stupid. Second slap, I know he's not kidding, but I don't know what else to say or do, so I just stared at him. I didn't say anything. I didn't react. Hold I didn't on. move or freak out or defend myself or or saying, what are you doing? You're crazy. I just stared at him because I didn't know what else to do. And he slaps me one more time. Hard. Machine gun slappy. I lose my balance. Um, at this point, we're sitting next to each other at the, on the edge of the couch. Or I was on the edge of the couch. And I'm all of a sudden realizing that the worst thing has just happened to me that could possibly happen to you. I realize that I... I wish so much he had said he was joking because it didn't hurt. It didn't physically hurt me. No. I was just sitting there <laughs> Hold on. On, this, on, on this carpet, looking at the dirty carpet, wondering how I wound up on this carpet and why I was never, why I never noticed that the carpet was so filthy before. And I just didn't know what else to do. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to react. I just sat there thinking, how much time do I have to I figure out what I need to do? Because God, did he just hit me? <laughs> oh, I didn't want to leave him. I didn't want this to be the reality. I didn't want to oh, have the God. man I was in love with. Oh, I know you don't come back from that. You know, I'm not dumb. I, I know you can't hit a woman. I, you can't hit a man. You can't hit anyone. You can't just hit somebody because they... Doors open. I knew there was no... I knew it was... 
Yep. Wrong. And I knew that and I had to leave. Us. And that's what broke my heart. Because I didn't want to leave him. There's no tears. out of that room. No tears. That's the thing ever happened to me. It goes on for another three minutes or so, and oh it just gets progressively God. worse. Worse. It's the histrionic personality disorder. It gets worse. And, and you know, hold on, wait. Let me let me see if I can He kept slapping me and slapping it me. It didn't hurt, me. but he slapped it didn't me hard. Hurt or anything like that. <laughs> didn't hurt or no, nothing. I actually actually didn't even feel it. But suddenly <laughs> I was face down into the dirty carpet and and I just <laughs> Oh my God. It gets worse and worse. And like she, she goes into the, she says she goes out and she sits in her car and she can see her breath against the window and she goes on and on and on. And, and and like, it was at this very moment that everything that I had already thought about her from the previous testimony got worse for me because it's provably false. Everything she's saying has been basically proven false already. By facts and data and testimony and witnesses and people who have said like all kinds of stuff. And not only that, like some of the things that she's she's testified are direct movie quotes like like his movies, because that'd be funny. For example, my for example, this one. Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to read it to you. It's it's this is what Amber Heard says. I know this isn't important, guys. I, I understand. I know that this means nothing in the grand scheme of life. She says this in testimony. She says, just wait, Frank, the thing with Johnny, it's like the sun shines on you and it's glorious. And then he forgets you. And it's very, very cold. When you have his attention, you feel like you're the only person in the world. And that's why everybody loves him so much. The talented Mr. Ripley, the thing with Dickie, it's like the sun shines on you and it's glorious. And then he forgets you. And it's very, very cold. (sighs) When you have his attention, you feel like you're the only person in the world. And that's why everyone loves him so much. This is, and that is one of the, the, the prime examples of, of the histrionic disorder there. Like they, they don't have, obviously they're all over the, the emotional spectrum. It's, it's about maintaining and gaining uh, attention, but it's also about trying to adopt the personality traits and, and identities of people around them because they actually really don't have a, a defined, uh, you know, who are they? They don't have a, an identity, so they absorb things and they live vicariously through movies and shit like that. I thought you were just about to read me a, a quote from Big Fish. Oh no, no, no! I mean, it's 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 that it's it's a whole bunch. She literally stops. I'm going to send this to you because you can't see it. Um, you can't um, like she's dotting her face with a um, with a tissue after crying. I'm just going to text this to you. I want your opinion. I'm not even going to say what the video shows live. I want you to just look at it. So this is what I'm doing. What I'm trying to de-stress from all the research and crap that I'm involved in right now. This is what I'm listening to in the interim because it's so interesting to me. Watch okay. that. I texted it to you. Let us see. Let us see. And after you both return to You see what she does? Is she snorting coke? No. She stops looks up somebody snaps a picture and she puts the tissue down she stopped oh i thought she was, so she she actually she posed she for posed ca- for a wow. photo from the stand no i'm telling you she, this is this is uh this is the big problem this this is the country's biggest problem it's women like this I'm, i mean it's not even to say that uh i mean remember johnny depp is the guy who made the uh the uh john wilkes booth comment 
about yes, Donald Trump. He's terrible. So, he's terrible. So not, this is not even about taking one side. This is just observing an animal in the zoo right now. We're just observing animals in the zoo. I, I'm not a, I'm not I'm not on I'm not a fan of of his uh, personality or, you know, any of that stuff. It, it, it's not about him. It's about the fact that this woman, it, it's provably false. The things that she's saying. Like, mm. to me, that's it. You're lying. You're just lying in front of an open court to destroy somebody, either because you're mentally ill or I don't know why. But that that's enough for me. That's enough. I don't know. Well, listen, everybody, everybody needs to de-stress. <laughs> everybody needs to de-stress. And sometimes, uh, I mean, I don't even know what the hell. I've been reading a little. Uh, this, I have not. I've only really caught up with, like I said, other people who have been. Uh, making parodies of it, I I find that funny because I kind of know the gist of what's going on. But man, it's um, we live in very very serious, very serious times, and it's hard to deal with that. And then also the the, the personal the personal issues too. We all have personal lives, and we got there's got to be a way to be able to uh, not disassociate but manage. And exercise those tension points in our lives. What's bearing down on us from the outside, and what's going on on the inside? We got you. We got to massage those tension points, or else it's just you can't. Uh, you, you'll fracture your mind, and and you become too serious. And yeah, oh, like, do God. we want to talk all day about the new? Maybe people do the new Office of Environmental Justice at the DOJ. No. Um, you know, do we want to talk about? Um, like, do we want to talk about the uh, the the fact that our president um, in 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 fraud came out yesterday and said that every single person like he literally made the jump from the Roe v. Wade draft decision to MAGA freaks wanting to sequester LGBTQ kids in classrooms? Yeah, you, you're not. They, they're going to kick LGBT. Q kids out of classrooms, even though eighty percent of those kids are 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 manufactured by the by the the uh, the schools themselves, and and the way that their teachers are teaching and uh, and, and and screwing with their heads. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. And then and then and then how everybody has jumped to the uh, the the SCOTUS leak and what that may lead to, and the idea that it may this uh, this may get kicked down to the states again. That this is going to lead to the, the the banning of interracial marriage. You saw that? Oh yes, everything everything that they're and then you know it's funny because I forget who it was. You might know who came out and said they're they're going to look to segregate black children out of classrooms. And I'm like, you're already doing that. Yeah, you're you, doing it. It's here. It's here, and it's and and you have made it a virtuous thing. So no, that's not going to happen. But it, you know, projection and just mirroring. They are they are intensely psychopathic. Before we go today, Frank, I want to I want to say something. Um, I don't do endorsements of, of politicians or anything like that ever, ever, really. But I'm going to do one today. You know, our dear friend, Sarah, nurse Sarah, mm-hmm. she's running for school board chair or not chair, but school board at large in her district in, in North Carolina. And I want to say that I I wholeheartedly endorse Miss Sarah Absher for Forsyth County Board of Education at large. <laughs> She's amazing. That's, yes. I listen. Yes. Well, 
I know. Well, I know Sarah from the show. I got to meet her uh, down at the at the extravaganza, and I uh, I wish her nothing but the best. And I think that she'd do good. She's coming again, by the way, everybody. There's very few. There's like two or two. I think two tickets left. That's it. Wow. The extravaganza. So get on over to uh, get on over to Telegram, and I'll put the link in the description box below, and yank up those last two remaining spots before they're gone. They're they're going to be gone fast and we're all we're all booked out that's so. it ah, sorry to keep you so bored no no it's not bored i just i just haven't been sleeping that well i'm sorry it's all I'm right sorry you have been listening to the dark delight podcast with a rainy friday val and beans you can hear us every monday wednesday and friday at 2 30 eastern time on TuneIn, stitcher apple itunes google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, spotify and radioinfluence.com don't forget to support our sponsor expressvpn and we'll be back on monday Later. I'm Jerry Petock, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist, so thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out radioinfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, radioinfluence.com. <laughs>